0: November seventh, two thousand twenty-two. In Masechet Sanhedrin, andaf ayin vav amud aleph, five lines from the top of the amud. The last word on the line is e. That's where we're starting. If you recall, the Gemara had linked up relatives of the man to relatives of the woman in their relationship with regards to the isurim, the uh, prohibitions. But furthermore, more specifically for our purposes, our Mishnah, our Perek, hanisrafin for death penalty by by way of mitat serefa, being burnt to death as a result of the wrongdoing. And the Gemara had challenged uh, in one direction and then in another direction, and the Gemara will conclude its challenges with a final question. Ask the Gemara if we're really linking up the two, again, relatives of the man to relatives of the woman, with regards to prohibitions, and are imagining them as somewhat identical, uh, so maybe I should go a step further. This gizera shavav zima zima perhaps should instruct me imahu kalato asura afi kalata asura. Perhaps the same way the Torah explicitly forbid forbade a man from having relations with kalato, with his uh, daughter-in-law, so too it should be prohibited for him to have relations with Kalata, which means to say, if it's a, a woman, it's his stepson's wife, he should be prohibited. And as Rashi points out, the Kimarayin Yiva Daf Kaf states that that's not prohibited. But maybe it should be. Maybe this Gezeirah Shavah of zima zima, the way the Torah, based on our tradition, links up these two situations, should instruct us that it's asur, and not only asur, it's got a death penalty of serefa. The Gemara has two answers. Amar abaye, abaye's initial answer is, amar kera eshet b'necha Mishum says, uh, eshet Says Abaye, read the pasuk carefully and notice the redundancy in the pasuk. The pasuk says if a person has relations with his son's wife, well, he gets put to death. Why? Now the Torah doesn't need to tell you why. It's quite clear. It's the wife of your son. Says so Abaye, the fact that the pasuk repeats those words, eshet b'nechahi, after all, it's the wife of your son, which you and I might have as, you know, just a conversation, telling you how strong it is. Do you realize what you did? But the understanding of Abaye is not so. It's that the Torah is stressing specifically and only because it's the wife of your son, which means to say if it's the wife of your wife's son, again, it's your son, inla- it's your, your son, your stepson's wife, in such a circumstance it wouldn't be prohibited. Again, it's a mi'ut, it's the pasuk going out of its way to have extra words and telling you over here and nowhere else. <ra-> yeah uh, you know, the mi'ut is necessary to tell me that that's permitted or that that's not prohibited. Listen, Ravah, for one reason or another, doesn't suffice with the Mi'ut, just like he didn't over there. Ravah, as a result, gives us half an Amud of, uh, you know, of brain tweezers. Uh, again, that's why it could be permitted, of course. Says the Gemara, Ravah, in other words, Nathan, you're arguing that it should be somewhat simple. Yeah. Um, again, uh, the Gehzerah would have led me in the other direction, and as a result, even though it's uh, almost double removed or triple removed with regards to the relation, he would have thought maybe the gezerah shavah would include it. The miyu tells you not to. Ravah Amar, Rava suggests that we can logically explain why this gezerah shavah. The word we need to use is mufrak is knocked out, it's torn down before it even builds itself, which means, to say, again, we wanted to link these two circumstances, you shouldn't do so. And he brings us back to the statements, to the constructs we had last week, the two opinions, uh, if you recall, they happen to be the uh, Eir and Hahamim, not significant, but the point is, we have two ways of deriving laws in Gezir Shaba. So we'll read those words. Ben don minah don minah his statement is either way you determine and you derive laws in gezerah la La'atia, this gezerah Shava will not pan out. You won't be able to settle it appropriately. Uh, why not? Well, first and foremost, what do those two ways mean? Well, the first way is Don Mina U which means to say if I'm deriving a law from A to B, any and all laws that are applicable in A need to transfer over to B. And the understanding is, if I'm transferring all those sorts of laws with all their particulars and details, it has to fit in the context of B as well. It can't just be that I have a law in A and I somehow derive it and assume that it applies in B. If it doesn't match the, uh, the, uh, the landscape of B, we'll understand what that means in a moment, then that says rava, says, then that's a problem. You wouldn't make such a case. But even according to the other opinion, uh, the opinion that maintains we do don mina veoke beatra, ok means to establish, like teku, to establish, to stand up, uh, even according to the opinion it says we derive from A to B and we apply it accordingly, which means say you'll get a principle of law, you know, you'll get a prohibition, but the particular nature will be determined by the context of B. Even according to that opinion, this gezerah Shavah is mufrach. How so? He explains, he says, if we're to derive gezerah Shavah according to the opinion that when I have one law in A, I derive it to B in its entirety with all of its laws and details and particularities. I'll have several questions, which will tell you you can't do so. Mahu kalato asura. This is the way you would direct it initially. You would say, "Well, listen, the man, any man, his daughter-in-law is prohibited to him. na So, to the wife of this man, her daughter-in-law, meaning the wife of her son, asura should be prohibited to him, to her husband." Umina, okay, that that would be the suggested Gezerah Shabbat. Zima, Zima would teach me such a such a detail. as the Gemara can't be Umina, and uh, you would go further. What's the death penalty? Mahu biskila. The same way, if Lo a man has relations with his daughter-in-law, uh, the. The death penalty for him is Sekilah, that's explicit in the Torah. Apinameh, again, we're taking all the laws from A and applying them to B, so it means that the daughter-in-law from his wife would as well be Biskilah. That's the suggested direction. That's what you would be doing, right? You can't keep punishments based on context. You'd have to apply all punishments that start in A. To be in A when I'm dealing with the man and his daughter-in-law, the Torah is explicit. Never should be involved in such an act. But if a person is sechila, how do you apply that? How would you apply that to her daughter-in-law sechila as well? Here's the questions. Let's start with the opinion, which is the majority opinion, the opinion of Hachamim that in, ra- in rating the death penalties and understanding which one's the most severe, sechila is the most severe. So let me just understand this again. I know there's Sikila in the context of the man, again the man's daughter-in-law, there's Sekilah. I would ask the following question, I would argue, says Rava, you'll have an incongruent application. The application won't work, it won't match up. Why so? Well, I'd say as follows, when it comes to the male's side, his mother, lo'aleinu, is prohibited to him with mitat sikila. If a person has a terrible act of relations with his mother, they each get put to death. By Sikila, by being stoned. That's a very severe one, we're arguing according to the opinion of Sikila Hamura. So now I understand as well that there would be an application downward with regards to on his side, we're saying his relations are more Hamur. His relations within his family are more severe. What's the proof? Sikila. So I say, when I funnel it downward, I'll say, it'll apply as well to his daughter-in-law that there'll be a prohibition because his bloodline is very close to him. I'll understand that as being very severe. Let's apply that to her. No, you can't apply that to her. Why not? Because on her side, her mother, mother mother-in-law in our Mishnah, we derived it, is serefa, that's a lower grade. You can't now argue that if I'm going to align things appropriately, that her daughter-in-law, of the woman whom this man is, in, is married to, would be prohibited, maybe not, with the Torah is already demonstrating to us that things are a little bit lighter on that end. Furthermore, along the same lines, but another question, v'od, bita vekalata Biskila. Are you going to argue again? Let's understand how this works. We derived, we mentioned it explicitly in our Mishnah. If a woman, it's called Bitome Anusato, or Bito Horegit. Anyway, you have it, if a woman comes into a marriage with a daughter, it means it's not the daughter biologically of this man, but it is the daughter of his current wife. In such a circumstance, the woman, the woman's daughter is prohibited to him, bisrefa. That's the halakha. That's what we derive, that's what we understand. You're telling me that's b'srifah, which is lighter in severity. So either way he slices, is all terrible and all severe, but lighter in severity, but, and we're understanding from our gezer Shava, remember what we're in the context of doing, the daughter-in-law of his is b'skilah. So in turn, the daughter-in-law of her is also gonna be b'skilah. One second, that's very incongruent, that's very strange. Her daughter, which is closer, obviously, that's a blood relative, is bisrefa, but her daughter in law is biskila, and you're telling me sikila is the more hamur one? Doesn't make sense. As the Gemara says, it's for that reason that this Gezerah Shabbat is problematic. So as the Gemara, the second question is not really a great question. That second question won't really uh, stand because I'd answer just look at what the Torah instructs with regards to his relatives. His relatives, indeed, that's the way it goes, sounds a little funny, might appear to be uh, peculiar and odd, but the halakha is his daughter has mitat serifa, and his daughter-in-law has mitat kila. You'd imagine it would be different, ones a blood relatives, okay, so so it goes. So it doesn't matter, but I stand with my first question. Ela, I have a last question, so I had two attempted questions. First one stands. The first one with regards to you look at the severity on each side and her severity side doesn't seem to be as strong as Hamur as his side, who said you could apply it now to her daughter-in-law. A second one, not so much, but here this one will. The same way on his side. Again, we're deriving from the man. We know from the man, from the husband in this marriage, he's going to be the one wrongfully involved in relations. What's the halakha with regards to his mother? What's the halakha with regards to his daughter-in-law? With regards to both of them, it's mitah, sikilah. Well, if that's the case, I am saying lo the same status his mother has, so too his daughter-in-law has. If I'm to carry that over now to her relatives, well, what was the punishment of her mother? We know that one, serefa. What's the punishment of her daughter-in-law going to be? It would have to be serefa. It has to be identical to the side of the man. And you're telling me now I'm caught in what's called the catch-22? I'm caught in a bind. On the one hand, I'd like to apply it identical to the man's side. What's identical to the man's side that the daughter-in-law gets? Sekilah. On the other hand, it needs to be identical to the man's side with regards to mother and daughter-in-law having the same punishment. Mother on the female side is going to be bisrefa, Daughter-in-law, well, I'm stuck. It's either going to be skila because it'll be like the male side, but then it's not like the male side because now there's two different punishments to mother-in-law and daughter-in-law. I don't know if I'm speaking too much too quickly, but effectively the Gemara has a Pircha. It says we get caught in a bind and we won't be able to apply it, which means to say, even if I argue that Serefa is more Hamura, I'll have the same type of question. I'll be stuck. I need, according to the opinion, Don Mina U Mina, I need each side in this equation, A equals B, to actually be B equals A. They need to be the same which means male relatives and female relatives with regards to what I'm applying need to be identical. They can't be identical. If you tell me they'll be identical with regards to death penalty, they'll both be skilah I was going to say wonderful, not wonderful at all, but terrible, but it'll work at least. Oh, so no, maybe it's, uh, maybe that's the way it works. No, it doesn't work because now the mother-in-law, which is the mother of the wife, and his mother have have punishments which are not identical to the daughter-in-law. Says the Gemara, lo nidonin, and so too, says the Gemara, even according to the opinion that is hamura, ultimately speaking, you'll be caught in this bind of not knowing how to apply. As the Gemara, we've dealt with half of the rava issue. Again, rava comes in. Remember the context very briefly. The question is, can we derive that kalato, excuse me, kalat ishto, the daughter-in-law from your wife, which means to say your stepson's wife, has a mitah of serifah. How would I determine that? From a gezerah shavah from your side, your daughter-in-law. Can you do such a thing? Says suggested Abaye. Pasuk teaches me not so. Says the whole gezerah shavah is mufrach. First, he said, according to the opinion, according to the opinion, that Gezerah Shavah should be identical. The other opinion is a little bit easier, a little bit more malleable, a little bit more flexible with regards to application, because it doesn't need to be the same on both sides. Even according to that opinion, this Gezerah is flawed and cannot be applied. And as a result, by the way, bottom line, Scary thought, but it's muteret lo. According to the opinion that we learn from A and we apply accordingly, and we apply appropriately by B. Again, the way you'd begin this was by arguing. This was the question of the Gemara. If his daughter-in-law is prohibited, tells me to apply it to her daughter-in-law, and I'll now apply it accordingly. Not identical. Hatamhu hu by the male side, his daughter-in-law s'kila, uh, that's the context. Aval hacha, but over here on the female side, her daughter-in-law, Bisrefa, k'dash g'chan be'imah, will make it equivalent to her mother, which is Bisrefa, just like his mother's biskila. and so we'll say that it's Bisrefa. Says the Gemara, I have questions. Says Raval, knock this one out. Lemanda Amar s'kila hamura, according to the opinion that's sekila in terms of ordering the death penalties, is the more severe one than serefa? I'll ask you the following question, according to the opinion, don be'atrah, malehu shkenimo ima The same question we asked earlier. Remember the question we asked earlier? Who told you that you have the liberty to apply from A to B if I have empirical evidence that A is more severe than B? I come into the room and I say, Listen, I went to that business and everything. You walk in and had very lavish seating area. I think that this one, who's a relative of that business, it's a sister uh, business, it should also have a very lavish uh, seating area when I'm waiting to meet with them. Well, how could you apply? It? What do you mean? They're under the same umbrella organization. Yeah, but they have all sorts of different rules and regulations. One's in New York and the other one's in, I don't know, Florida. And with regards to the way you can build, I, in other words, the point is, says the Gemara, I'm not good, I'm not good with my business analogies yet, but I mean, the point of the Gemara is, who said you can apply this if I know that in the context of his side, it's more severe, it's more severe, it stands to reason that the daughter-in-law has a death penalty. I don't know that there's a daughter-in-law prohibition, happens to be there isn't at all on her side, and I tell you, that makes sense. Her mother is besrefa, which already tells you, and as Nathan said earlier, you don't really need to, I and mean, this is the way we prove it, you don't even need to go that far. You say his mother, his daughter-in-law, has bloodline over here. There's genetics, if you want to use contemporary language. On her side, it makes sense. Her mother, of course prohibited. He's married to her. When it comes down to she's not blood relative. It's lower in severity, so her daughter-in-law as well, even further removed. It's not even... Her blood relatives from her son, it makes sense that it's not going going to be prohibited or come with the death penalty of serifah at the very least. And furthermore, the same way with regards to him, his daughter and his daughter-in-law have different uh, punishments. What are the different punishments with regards to the daughter? Daughter has mitat, um, daughter has mitat serefa, kala has mitat sikila. If he has relations with his daughter, aleno gets it burnt. If he has do- relations with his daughter-in-law, it's a uh, mitav sekila. If he, so too by she, tahlok ba ben kalata. we should have a differentiation with regards to her daughter and her daughter-in-law, which would cause a real, a real problem over here, as Rashi points out at length. This says you're gonna get into, again, another one of these binds, which you won't know how to pull out with regards to the proper direction. How are you going to determine the death penalty for her daughter-in-law? On the one hand, I need it to be different. I think it's appropriate for it to be different than her daughter. Why is it appropriate to be different? Because I'm modeling it, even though it doesn't need to be identical, I'm modeling it after what you had on his side. On his side, his daughter is Serefa, his daughter-in-law is skilah. I'm going to carry this over to her, to her side, and I begin with, I know her daughter has Mitat Serefa. How am I going to apply accordingly her daughter-in-law? So you'll say maybe it's Biskila. It doesn't make sense. Her mother is this you get stuck in a bind, you don't know whether to apply it as Serefa or Sekila, and as a result, who said I should apply this at all, At all, in the, you know, basically in the words of Rashi, uh, says the Gemara, and in truth, even according to the opinion that Serefa is more Hamur than Sekila, you'd get caught in this, I'm sorry for the big word, but incongruent um, uh, application. Incongruent means it's not identical, it's not equal, thank you. Thank you, Morris, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I didn't tell everyone to bring their dictionaries before the class. It's not equal, it doesn't apply in an equal way. All right, that's the Gemara, that's what we have with regards to Rava and Abaye and the question of Kalata and Kalato, that all is finished. So it means that all those sorts of derashot, I know I promised on Friday, but those derashot are finished. There's still a little bit more derashot till the end, but it's different style, you'll see. It's more, more familiar from Gemara. Although, that's surprisingly, it's been good feedback on these Gemara. It says the Gemara onward, Bito me minain. How do I know that his daughter, who's not his daughter through marriage, but rather me anusato. Anusato means Lo'alenu. he raped a woman and there's a daughter that she's prohibited, not only prohibited, she has a death penalty of serefa, if he has relations with her. Maybe not, maybe if only if he hits his actual daughter. This was a terrible act, but maybe ha amar abaye, says the Gemara, abaye, had the following statement, Calvah Homer, mean, al- it's, not his it's not his daughter through marriage. Okay, it's him. his biological daughter, but it's not a daughter through marriage. It, it, it will be, def- the woman, uh, she's her choice, she and first and foremost. Secondly, uh, I don't know, she ran away, he didn't follow the law. You know what I'm saying, it's not, and thirdly, at the time of, birth, of conception, she wasn't his wife. So even if she's his wife afterwards, the time of conception, but little, little worry needs to be in place. It's Asura, it's bisrefa. We saw it in our Mishnah already, now we're just looking for a source on this. Amar Abaye kalvahomer. Abaye suggests it's a logical deduction. It goes like this, Albat Bito Anush. The Torah says explicitly, on the daughter of his daughter, which means on his granddaughter, uh, from his wife's side, again al bito anush al lo kol shekin. The idea will be like this, if it's the daughter of his daughter uh, with regards to not having a legal marriage with uh, in the first case, so certainly his straight up daughter, again daughter me anusato, would be prohibited, granddaughter from that woman is prohibited but not your daughter, Granddaughter is gonna be even further removed, and if one's explicit in the Torah, it stands to reason the other should apply, says the Gemara, but wait a second, well, one second. Abaye, we don't have Jesse here this, uh, today, this week, but uh, Jesse asked last week, in a different context, the question the Gemara asked right now, says the Gemara, do we apply logic in death penalty? It's not the way it works. The halachai is we don't do kavah homer with regards to giving death penalty. There are several reasons suggested by the Rishonim. The most basic one, the Gemara Maasechim Akot has a derasha about this. The Gemara says, Doresh, the Pesukim, a, a superfluous mention of the Pesukim. The Gemara says, Yenon yeah, Chim Minadim. But the basic explanation, Maharshal draws attention to this elsewhere, goes as follows. We have the ability, uh, Hachmei Yisrael Masoret, to apply logic with regards to the laws of the Torah, to taking life, that's where we draw the line. Our logic, as confident as we should and are in the, the, the Masoret and the logic of our Gemaraim, our methodology, it has certain limits. To put someone to death at far, we don't, it reminds me of, you know, if someone calls but it's happened, I don't know what they're thinking. In a life and death, death situation, I said, I'm very happy to answer questions about, uh, you know, minhan Han if you've forgotten, all that, life and death. I said, well, we'll call an expert, someone who really, but don't you know? Uh, so that's the statement of the Gemara. We're very confident, but we're not Onesh Min hadin. So that's the question. You're applying a Kalva Homer over here? You can't apply a Kalva Homer. So is the Gemara or Abaye for himself. Giluye milta be'almahu. The suggestion is it's a Giluye milta be'alma, which means to say. Halbahoma would mean it's two separate domains. I'm deriving from this law, which I can logically say is less severe, and I'm applying it to that area, which I can logically say is more severe. If it applies over here, it certainly applies over there. That's not what we're doing over here. Well, it's not the more severe in application and so forth. It's daughter and daughter and, and granddaughter. The only way you got to granddaughter was through daughter. Well, if the Torah says granddaughter is prohibited, so certainly daughter is as well. The whole reason granddaughter exists and is prohibited is because of daughter. We call that giluyeh Miltabe Alma. That's just revealing the matter. It's not at all being derived. It says the Gemara, rava amar. Rava has a different way of deriving, again, bito Anusato, daughter from a terrible rape and who wasn't born through marriage. Amar lir bi'itzhak atya henna henna atya zima zima. Uh, we had a Gezer on the last daf, it was a double Gezer first henna henna, then zima zima, which helped us derive laws, both with regards to going down in descendants, as well as going from male to female side, and female to male side, and as a result, that Gezer will solve it. whether or not it or whether it the punishment? Both, <laughs> both. Um, in, in a double Gezer HaShavah, we're going for the punishment, our question in general was for both. Uh, because the Gemara will yeah, say, to say that she will to you? No. We know from the Mishnah she's Asura. So we don't actually, it's not actually all the Al We just want to know how we know that. Because it's not explicit in the Torah. Uh, I agree. Well, I don't know. Uh, it's hard, hard to determine that because, you know, you hear worse and they say, I didn't think it could get worse. But anyway, yeah, it's pretty bad. Tane Avuha de Avin, the father of Rabbi Avin, had the following statement. So it's a third derasha with regards to, again, we had the initial suggestion was called the homer that's abaye. Second suggestion, rava from Rabbi Yitzhak Baravdini was double, double, uh, double-sided double sided Lastly, it's from a derasha, from a pasuk we know, not really what we were expecting per se. It's a Pasuk in Parashat Emor. It's with regards to a married woman of a Kohen. What does it have to do with us? We're talking about Bitome Anusato from a an Yisrael, from a Levi. Well, he says, what well, once the Torah doesn't explicitly say that Bitome Anusato is a surah and mitat well, I needed a Pasuk by Kohen. To help me this out with this, what? What does the pasuk say? Pasuk says, "Ubat ish kohen is not etavia Pasuk says, if a woman who's a daughter of a kohen has illicit relations, she has been profaning her father, and in turn gets put to death with serifa. What does it have to do over here? We're talking about bitomanusato. The derasha imabat kohen hi bisrefa ven Okay, before that. So, so the derasha goes as follows. Why do I need a pasuk to say ubat ish kohen? So the pasuk in the Torah could have said ubat kohen. The way you talk about the daughter of a kohen is you say the daughter of the kohen. You don't say the daughter of a male kohen by definition. Kohen is a reference to the male, the daughter of a, of a kohen. Why does the Torah say ubat is that that word ish is to apply, that extra word ish is to apply this law of a daughter relations with the ish, with the father, uh, to a mitav of serifa, to a death penalty of serefa. Under what circumstances are we talking about? We know the biological daughter. Oh, we must be talking about the non-biological daughter with regards to marriage, I shouldn't say biological, with regards to marriage relations, of uh, being conceived through marriage, in such a circumstance it's as well. That's the suggestion of the Gemara. So the Gemara again has three suggestions. This third one we're gonna spend a little bit of time on now, one more time, from the context of a woman who's a daughter of a queen who has illicit relations, but an extra word over there, the Ish. Is tell me the ish, even if it's the father. Even if it's the father, what are you talking about? It's nothing to do with kohen per se. It has to do with an altogether different law. What's the altogether different law? If a regular, non-kohen man has illicit relations with his daughter from rape, in other words, not his, not his daughter from marriage, in such a circumstance, it's mitat serefa. says the Gemara, but wait a second. You don't, can't apply this as easily, because after all, we have specific laws in that Pasuk, in Parashat Temor, where the Torah says that she gets put to death with burning, with Serefa. How so? The halacha is, she, in that illicit relations, again, bat kohen has relations with someone, he gets put to death with henic, strangulation, she gets put to death with Serefa. How do we learn that? We learn that because the Pasuk said, the Pasuk says that Tavia. I think it's from the he in that pazuk. She's the one who makes the hilul. The man who has relations with her does not. She gets the special, more severe death penalty. He gets the less so. Uh, if that's the case, I don't think you could really pull this off over here. kohen. Hi bisrefa, bo'ala if I'm going to apply this exactly the way it appears by Kohen by Kohen the man gets a different punishment than the woman the man gets chenik the woman gets Serefa. maybe that's the way it works with a man who has relations in a terrible way with bitom anusato he gets a different punishment no we're telling you the punishment that he gets is Serefa. so you're derashada and it's flawed amara bayek sorry is that child is by about men? that still she get sense? It's, not, it's not what we're talking about. You know, to, you know, in other words, what we're applying is, we're going like this. The pas- it's, Again, it's, I spent too much time on it, but I didn't explain it properly already. It's a strange, the Gemara will do this. The Torah is talking about Bat Kohen. It has an extra word of Ish to teach you a law that has nothing to do with Bat kohen It has to do with Bat israel, Bat Levi, Bat and It doesn't matter. And in such a circumstance the halacha will be, if she has relations with her father in that situation, the serifah both to her and to her father. Now, you're asking just in general, locally over there? No, different halacha over there. But this is, is altogether different halacha. Again, it's seemingly, not seemingly, it has nothing to do. It's a derasha in such a fashion. Amar habaye, defends this question though. Amar kira et mi zo she The reason over there by the bat kohen, she gets mitat but the man who has relations with her gets me Tathenik is because she's the one who made the Hilul she profaned her father's name not the man who had relations with her per se that was her action over here in our situation who did the Hilul the father himself does the Hilul if a man Yisrael, Levi whatever it is has terrible relations with Bito started this relationship in a terrible way with rape and now continues it by having relations even consensual with the daughter he is causing the Hilul he gets serifah go ahead Get, say it again because that would be I mean that would be crazy she's a bat who has illicit relations because she's a bat he gets exempt from death penalty he gets a different death penalty anyone who has illicit relations with a gets put to death oh yeah oh she's not Pinuya. Ubat ish She's Nisua according to the... She's married according to Bishim'on. She could be even just engaged. Rava Amar Bishlama Hatama Bat Kohen Bat Yisrael. Rava is a different way of resolving this issue. Again, we're defending the last De The last De is from Ubat Ish Kohen. And we had a question, but it's not going to be equal if by Bat Kohen, the man who sleeps with her gets one punishment, she gets another one. So maybe that's the way it should be with Bitoma Anusator. Rava Amar Bishlama Hatama a bat kohen ukmeta adinad bat Israel. Over there, what's, and it's kind of uh, kind of lands at your question, Jared? Uh, by bat kohen, the way it's working is the relations. We say she gets the higher level punishment bat ish kohen etaviyai imehalelet, The man who has relations, well, all right, he doesn't get serifa, but he's going to get put to death. What are you going to do over here? Haha! in this circumstance, the man is having relations with the daughter from his from his raped relations earlier. What's it going to be? The Adina de man mukmetle. What 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 death penalty? Are you going to take him from death penalty of X and over there? He said, okay, took him from death penalty of Kohen and gave him death penalty of Yisrael. Over here, what are you going to do? Adina de penuya What are You're going to say that uh, he gets the uh, death penalty of having relations with a single woman there is no death penalty for having relations with a single woman and as a result the Gemara stands by all three of these derashot it just has one last issue to deal with with regards to this isur again the isur we're dealing with it's the last isur we're really dealing with in depth is bito me anusato the daughter who is born from anusa from honest, not from marriage, but from onus, from rape. In such a circumstance, uh, the Torah, the Mishnah Torah is telling us, yeah, death penalty, prohibited with serefa. Says the Gemara, okay, that was all with regards to deriving punishment. Now we always know the principle in On Chin Ken Masirin, The Torah has parallel lines of prohibition and then punishment. The Torah rarely will say this is prohibited and this is a death penalty. The Torah will say these are prohibited and then separately, then these are the punishments. Over here, As Haral Lebitom Where is the warning for this? I God, you have all sorts of fancy drashot with regards to how you know the punishment. Who said there's a warning in the first place? And he saw in the Torah, Bishlama le Abayev rava, mehechad de nafkalehu, Onish, mehatam nafkalehu, azharah. and it's understood, Bishlama. Why is it understood? Because each of them, either from the Kalvah Homer or from the Gezerah Shavah, say we're deriving it from either bat Batbito, that was the first opinion, or from the Gezerah Shavah, the same way you're applying it from A to B with all of its laws, meaning the azharah and Onish. You can do so over here from A to B Ela Abu bi Avin Mai. But according to that last opinion, this will get us into a new conversation. Last opinion was that we're learning from Ubat Ishkohen. Again, the Pasuk says, but but Ishkohen the extra word ish in that pasuk is unnecessarily mentioned. It's come to teach us a law which has nothing to do with a woman who's the daughter of a Queen, but rather a man who has relations, an ish who has relations with his bat, with his daughter, terrible situation, gets put to death with serefa. Where's the azharad? Then you just have a pasuk telling me about the onish, the punishment. Amar bi'ilah, amar kera, and says the Gemara, will bring you into a new domain with a new pasuk. Al tehalel et biti lehaznota Pasuk says, don't profane your own daughter to have her do zenu, to have her involved in promiscuous um, sexual activity. That pasuk is talking about if a person has relations with his own daughter, me'anusato, don't involve your daughter in any of such activities. Okay, that will be the answer. Says Gemara, but wait a second, that pasuk is actually learned for other matters, matkiflar bia Akov, Achuha der der Rav Akov. Hi, that pasuk of al tehalelet b'techalah has nota. Again, it's a very broad and all-encompassing pasuk. Don't allow for your daughter to be involved. Don't enter your daughter into promiscuous sexual activity. Lehachehu de'atah. It's coming to teach you. Vito meanusato. Hi, mi ba'ele. Don't we need it? Lichdetanya for the following beraita. The beraita teaches al tehalelet b'techalah has noto. Has nota. Yachol bito lelevivi israel Maybe the pasuk when it says don't profane your daughter it's saying if you're a uh, Kohen, if you're a Gindi, a a Kohen, a don't let your daughter marry Harari. It's not appropriate. My, my brand, Harari. Don't let your daughter marry ah, you're, you're losing the, you're, you're profaning. The, the, her, her, what's that? Ah, says the Gemara, that can't be. The Pasuk says, Lahaznota. come on, I might not be as special, I might not be a Kohen, but that's not, you're not going to call that sexual uh, promiscuity. Rather, what is the Pasuk talking about when it says, don't allow, don't hand your daughter over to zinut which takes away from her stature. It's when you hand over your daughter with the intention and understanding, this is not going to be marriage ending. Handing her to a man, you're handing her to the marketplace. The two opinions on the Rishonim, what we're talking about. Either way, you slice it, it's a, it's, it's an important conversation, but not for us right now. Uh, that's both prohibited, or one of them. Is, it says the Gemara again, just to finish this conversation. I got it. It's the last line over here says the Gemara again. I now arrived at the azhara. According to that last opinion, for bitome anusato, from this pasuk to halel, Bitecha lehaznotah, uh, That's the azhara. But wait a second. That pasuk is needed for another. You're not allowed, you're prohibited to hand your daughter over. Okay, nobody wants to do this, nobody ever should and would want to do this, but it's asur, in kele makera, al my al tehalel she not mina, tarte says the Gemara. that's why the pasuk says tehalel. Tahail is an easy word. Tahail means to make whole, means to take away kiddushah. Tehalil is an added word. It adds emphasis. It's a double word. It comes to teach me number one as hara for b'tom hanusaton. Number two that there's an isur to hand over your daughter leshem zenud baruch adonai leadam. Amen. V'amen. V'chanam shabat asah kedosh.